Hello, and thank you for watching Majestic. I am Prophetess Lethesia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International, and I give the Lord praise that you are watching this program right now, whether in your home or wherever it is that you're watching right now. I appreciate you viewing this broadcast. Let's go ahead and open in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you so very much that we have the victory over the forces of darkness in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. So, Father, I thank you for each and every person, each and every household who is watching right now. If there is anyone who is backslidden or have, or who has not accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, I thank you that this is the day and now is the time that they will come back to the Lord Jesus and repent. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you that as we submit ourselves unto you, we could resist the devil and he must flee. So therefore, Satan, we resist you. We resist the prince of the power of the air in the name of Jesus and Holy Spirit. Have your way. Let your anointing flow to remove every burden and to destroy every yoke of bondage. In Jesus' mighty and majestic name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, I am Prophetess Lethesia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International. And the Lord has given to me the honor of teaching his word as well as teaching the assignment specifically on spiritual warfare. Now, the blessing is the Holy Spirit has given many people this assignment and we give the Lord praise for that kingdom work because the body of Christ must be equipped to understand spiritual warfare. However, I want you to know that the Lord has given to me military parallels between who we are as Christians and the Department of Defense here in the United States of America. And so that is what I'm going to be teaching on. Also, you will be able to purchase a copy of my book, Heaven's Arsenal, Hell's Destruction, a book on spiritual warfare. Again, that's Heaven's Arsenal, Hell's Destruction, a book on spiritual warfare. I am so excited because I absolutely love teaching on spiritual warfare for you to know who you are in Christ Jesus and to know that we have the victory over the adversary. So to start, let's turn to the word of God for our foundational scripture. And if you don't have your Bible, I want to encourage you to get your Bible. I am teaching from the King James version of the word of God, the King James version. So our foundational scripture that I will be repeating in future broadcasts is second Corinthians chapter 10. And we will start with verse three and it reads, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Verse four, for the weapons, plural, of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So again, verse three, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So what is the revelation that the Holy Spirit had given to the apostle Paul? That we see flesh and blood. However, flesh and blood ultimately is not the issue of life. 
whatever it is that we are dealing with has spiritual implications. And that is the reason why I am teaching on spiritual warfare, because remember, we see people. However, as I always say, there are only two types of people in the world who exist. That's it. Only two types of people born again or sinners. Either a person is born again, they're saved, their salvation is in Christ Jesus, or they are sinners. That is what the Bible teaches. That is the word of God. So we encounter saved and unsaved people on a daily basis, which means there are two forces that are in operation in the earth realm simultaneously, the kingdom of God and the works of darkness. But the blessing is the kingdom of God is greater than the works of darkness. However, I know you might be watching this broadcast and saying, well, I understand what you're saying, Prophet Lathesia. However, why is it that bad things happen? Well, I'm happy you asked that question. Turn with me to John, St. John, chapter 10, and let's read verse 10. Again, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. This is the red letter edition. And so the words I'm getting ready to read to you are the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is what the Lord said. He said, the thief, meaning the devil, the thief comes not but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. But the verse does not stop there. The Lord goes on to say, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So spiritual warfare is for the premise of what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said, not just the premise, but the truth of what he said, because our Lord is truth. The truth of the matter is that the Lord has come that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. But the devil is not just going to roll over and play possum and allow you to walk into your blessings and to live an abundant, happy, prosperous, victorious life. That is where spiritual warfare comes in, because when you pray. OK, so let's look at Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Again, the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Lord says, therefore, I say unto you, what things, plural, soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Mark eleven twenty four. Those are the words of our Lord and Savior. So you have to understand, saints, that there is a space, a spiritual space and time from the moment you pray for the things that you desire and waiting for the manifestation of those things. There is this space and time where spiritual warfare can rev up. And here's the reality. No one is exempt from spiritual warfare. I'm going to say that again. No one is exempt from spiritual warfare, but I am here to teach you that our victory is in Christ Jesus and for you not to be come alarmed or afraid over the term spiritual warfare, because as you continue to watch these broadcasts 
in upcoming weeks, you will see that we serve the all powerful, almighty God. Hallelujah. That there are warring angels more powerful than Satan himself that I will show you in the word of God. So we have a whole arsenal of spiritual weapons that we can use against the works of darkness. Thank you, Jesus. Because even when you receive the blessing, that does not mean that the devil would not try to attack the blessing. You understand what I'm saying? So as Christians, we live this life deliberately and on purpose. What do I mean by that? Deliberately and on purpose, understanding that we are in this world, but we are not of this world and that the Lord is greater. The Lord is all powerful. The Lord is mighty. There is no contest between the kingdom of God and the works of darkness because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he already came and destroyed the works of darkness. Glory be to God. But I am going to teach you on spiritual warfare so you can become equipped to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. So turn with me back to second Corinthians chapter 10, second Corinthians chapter 10. And again, it reads for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. This is so important to understand child of God, because when opposition comes against you, remember, as I always say, the Lord will use people to bless you but the devil will use people to try to vex you. Okay. So for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Verse four, for the weapons, plural of our warfare. So the mere fact that weapon is plural weapons, that means that there are at least two. We know that there are at least two weapons. Again, verse four, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but our weapons, hallelujah, they are mighty through God. That is what you have to understand, saints, is that the Lord has already equipped us and given us everything we need to be victorious, but it's only through our Lord and Savior. It is only through God. Hallelujah. And it reads to the pulling down of strongholds. So the pulling down of strongholds, that means that there are going to be times in your life as a Christian where you're going to stand in the gap to pull down strongholds from someone else's life. Yes, that, that's that's the truth. OK, because we pray. And as I continue to teach on what our spiritual weapons are, praying and fasting, we stand in the gap for souls. And those of you who are watching right now, I want you to know that the Lord Jesus loves you. He shed his blood for you. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that there is nothing in this life that will ever cause the Lord to stop loving you. And so this is the reason why I'm so thankful for this assignment on spiritual warfare for you to know the awesome power of our Lord and to know the power of the love that Jesus has for you. You are not here by happenstance or by accident. You are here on purpose and whatever it is, those vices, those distractions, whatever it is that the devil is trying to come up against your life. 
I am here to tell you that the Lord is with you, that our Lord is seated on the right hand of the heavenly father, making intercession for you, making intercession for me. Glory to God. We are not alone. The Holy Spirit is here. And so again, verse four, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing. Say every, say every and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So we see here where the Holy Spirit had given the Apostle Paul the revelation that we have spiritual weapons. And I have read this passage of scripture over the years, many years, and I would read this and I would say, well, Lord, as I continue to read through Second Corinthians chapter 10, I do not see where the Apostle Paul has outlined the specifics of our spiritual weapons. And the Lord said, I will give you the revelation. And I'm not saying I'm the only one because there are others of whom the Lord has given the revelation regarding our spiritual weapons. So the Lord has given to me nine. I'm not saying that there are only nine, but the Lord has given to me nine spiritual weapons against the adversary. And some of these spiritual weapons, you might be surprised to find out that they are spiritual weapons against the devil, against the works of darkness. So I just love teaching spiritual warfare. I get so excited. I get fired up because our Lord is great. Our Lord is mighty. The word of God says that the Lord is a man of war. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our Lord is Jehovah Sabaoth. He is the Lord of the angel armies. Glory be to God. Our Lord is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he is the only king who will never be dethroned. Hallelujah. He's forever seated on his throne, but he's coming back one day. He's coming back in glory and splendor. And so I'm going to be talking about all of these things in the upcoming weeks. So I want you to stay tuned with these broadcasts, Majestic. And so what are our spiritual weapons? Well, again, the Lord has given to me nine. I'm not saying that there are only nine. And this information is also found in my book that I have written. Heaven's Arsenal, Hell's Destruction, a book on spiritual warfare. And so praise and worship is a spiritual weapon against the devil. Praise and worship. Do not allow the devil to steal your praise because every time you praise and worship the Lord, the presence of the Lord enters in and that causes confusion to the enemy's camp. Hallelujah. Because remember, Satan has not forgotten who he was when he was Lucifer, when he was the anointed cherub. In fact, the word of God says that he was the most beautiful cherub. And so that's really mind boggling because we can't even imagine the, the vastness of the glory and the splendor and the beauty that Lucifer walked in. But the word lets us know that he was the most beautiful cherub. OK, he was anointed. So every time you worship the Lord, every time you praise the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God. 
You have the seraphim declaring holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. Thank you, Jesus. And so your praise is powerful because the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. And we will go through these scriptures. So don't ever stop praising the Lord. And so praise and worship. That's one of our spiritual weapons. Prayer is a spiritual weapon. But then there are different types of prayer. Praying in tongues is so powerful. It is so important for the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ to be equipped as Christians and you need to be proud to say that you are a Christian. I am so proud to say I am a Christian because every time I say I am a Christian, that is acknowledging that Jesus is the Christ, that Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one as my Lord and savior. But that is also recognizing that the Lord has anointed me. And that's the reason why church, it is important for us to kill our flesh, to be healed in our souls. So we can walk in the supernatural power and the authority and the anointing. Hallelujah. That we saw the disciples walk in as well as the early church in the book of acts. So be filled. Be filled in the name of Jesus with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues. There's also the prayer of agreement. There's the prayer of binding and loosing. There's the prayer of faith, the prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of intercession, prayer of dedication and consecration. That's when you say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Fasting is a spiritual weapon against the devil. Hallelujah. Love is a spiritual weapon against Satan because God is love. We must walk in love. The name of Jesus, the name which is above every name, the name of Jesus is a spiritual weapon. Hallelujah. Every time you pray, you need to close out your prayers by saying in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Glory be to God. What animals could not do. Uh, goats and rams and lambs and and all of the the animals that were sacrificed in the old covenant. Glory be to God. The blood of Jesus would never lose its power. Glory to God. That's the reason why communion is so important. We do this in remembrance of the Lord. And I'm telling you, you plead the blood of Jesus. When you say plead, you're just saying I'm applying. I'm applying. So you say, because remember, this is all spiritual. So you say, I plead the blood of Jesus over my health. I plead the blood of Jesus over my finances, over my marriage, over my children, over my home, over my job, over my business, over my ministry, over my neighborhood. You plead the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The blood will never lose its power. Glory to God. The word of God is a spiritual weapon against the devil. This Bible, the Bible is the most powerful book in the universe. The word of God. Thank you, Jesus. This is the most powerful book. The devil knows it. And that's the reason why he tries to keep us out of it. Because the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, you must declare, decree, confess the word of God over every area of your life and over the lives of your family members and people you love. Forgiveness is a spiritual weapon 
against the devil. And I just want to preface this, that when I say forgiveness, forgiveness does not mean the absence of accountability. Forgiveness gives the Lord access to avenge you. That's how the Lord gave it to me. We forgive others so that our father can forgive us. We all fall short at times. Okay, so when we repent, when we forgive others, our heavenly father is able to forgive us. But when someone has wronged you, in fact, I'm praying right now for those of you who are watching, you might have experienced uh, rape, molestation, uh, some form of degradation, uh, incest, whatever that is. The devil is a liar in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Take a step of faith and forgive them because I'm going to read to you Romans 12, 19. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. It is not the Lord's will for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. But I'm telling you, the Lord loves you. And in fact, I see a young lady right now. The power of God is all over you. You are on the floor. You are on your knees. I see you rocking, rocking back and forth, crying, bawling, bawling before the Lord. Asking the Lord, why? Why did this happen? I am here to tell you that the blood of Jesus heals you now. The blood of Jesus cleanses you now. The blood of Jesus heals your memories now. In the name of Jesus, you are not broken. You are not damaged goods. The devil is a liar. Be healed. Be made whole. The Lord God Almighty avenges you now in the name of Jesus. And then tithes and offerings are a spiritual weapon against the devil. When I teach you about this specific spiritual weapon, tithes and offerings as a spiritual weapon against the devil, I'm not talking about buying a blessing from the Lord. We cannot buy anything from God. You cannot manipulate the Lord. Okay. The Lord knows you better than you know yourself. He is God almighty. And so when I teach that tithes and offerings are a spiritual weapon against the devil, I'm going to be teaching from the King James version where we see the Lord refers to himself over and over again as the Lord of hosts and what that means. So glory be to God. So you want to make sure you stay tuned weekly to be equipped to understand our spiritual weapons and how to use them against the devil. So I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter six, Ephesians chapter six, and starting with verse 10, Ephesians six and 10. And it reads, finally, my brethren, be strong. Say, I am strong. Say it again. I am strong in the Lord. So you're not strong in yourself, in your own ability, in your own intellect. Say, I am strong in the Lord. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hallelujah. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Glory to God. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God. Some of you have not put on your armor. You need to put on the whole armor of God, not 
half of it, not a third of it, not a fourth, not two thirds. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So what does that mean? Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We see flesh and blood, but the Holy Spirit gave the revelation to the Apostle Paul that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. What do we wrestle against then? We wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So what does this mean? Principalities are those demons over nations and governments. That's the reason why you can see so much corruption in some governments and some cities and some states around the world. You wonder why there's so much corruption. It's because of those principalities. Okay. Against powers. These powers are demonic spirits that will try to attack your life individually. So everyone experiences spiritual warfare, but we have the victory. Thank you, Jesus. So those powers are those demon spirits that will try to come up against you personally. We wrestle against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Examples of the rulers of the darkness, the KGB, the Italian mafia, the Mexican mafia. Those are just examples of the rulers of the darkness of this world. And against spiritual wickedness in high places, spiritual wickedness. This is where false religions, false gods, the occult and cults exist. And let me tell you, pray against a spirit of deception. Never find yourself vulnerable where you are at the mercy of a person. You have to make sure you remain vulnerable to Jesus and at the mercy of the Lord. And what I mean by that is the Lord will never manipulate you or take advantage of you. If anyone asks you for your date of birth to give you a prophetic word, that is not of God. That is a familiar spirit. That is not the Holy Spirit. And I can't believe it. I am out of time already. I am Prophetess Lethesia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International. Thank you so very much for watching Majestic. We will pick up again same time next week. Thank you so very much. If you are in need of prayer, please call the ministry area code 989 Majestic area code 989 Majestic. The Lord loves you so very much. If you have not yet accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, say this prayer. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe you died for me. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Become my Lord and Savior. I thank you. I am a new creation. In Jesus name. Amen. Welcome to the family of God. A praise party is taking place right now. I am Prophet Sophia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International. Thank you for watching Majestic.